Morning, everybody. I'm not sure if we're having technical issues or not. Yeah, you did. Your, produce, your producer okay. got bonged, and so I forgot to unmute myself. I <laughs> I, I, okay, I've been talking to myself. Uh, uh, welcome to Shungite Reality. It is February 22, 2022, which is a magical number in a lot of different people's realities. Um, to me, it's a date. I, I don't go along with this stuff, but hey, I've been wrong a lot. Um, okay, I'm trying to get grounded here because, and I'm just going to have him do it to the rest of you that are listening to this show, because Derek got, went on another one of his trips, and he got himself something very magical, and I suggest that he take over because I'm still spinning, (laughs) but can you just tell him what you've got there and what we're about to do to him? (laughs) Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because, as Nancy was mentioning just before the show, and then, Nancy, I'm actually going to upload for those in chat um, another image of it. We're talking about a Tibet, what's called a, a brass Tibetan singing bowl, and it's sitting right here next to me in our office. Um, it's probably, I don't know, 50 to 60 pounds at least. I have to weigh it because it's pretty heavy, uh, maybe even more, and then about three-foot-ish diameter across, so it's a big one, um, and what we did was, or we, we brought it here into Mystical Wares for everybody to enjoy, of course, the frequency and sound healing from a device like this, but, um, and I'll actually have to get into a lot of this, Nancy, so what we're doing is having people stand in it, and then you can take the, the donger or the beater and hit it on the outside, and then, and that's what happened to Nancy just before the show. I walked out, um, got the microphone down. Actually, Nancy, just so you know, it was about, oh, maybe a foot above it. So the reverberation of frequencies were just blasting us through there and and hit it with that donger really hard and then, um, you know, let her experience it. And I'll tell you, Nancy, I don't know how much I told you about this, but so, again, I'll just do it for the listeners as well. Um, when I was in Tucson, Arizona in the past couple weeks at the the – large rock gem mineral crystal shows. There's several shows that happen, by the way. So it's not just one show. They're kind of peppered through the city over a span of several weeks. Um, so we went there, and I had some previous contacts as well with these individuals. Um, I mean, it's a wholesale supplier of ours. They come in from, and this, in this case, it was India. And then I got there. I was chatting with them. So this is the story of me finding or this bowl finding um, me and or all of us, uh, again, Tucson, Arizona, walked in, we chat, and I'm, I don't have names. Actually, he's going to be on the show, Nancy, sometime in the future, probably metaphysical perspectives, and then if we want, Shungite reality. And I'm talking about the individual that actually imports these and works with the Tibetan monks. And here's why I'm bringing that up, because this Tibetan singing bowl, as it's, it can be called lots of things, and that's the term they were using, um, he actually, so I'm still talking about, and I can't pronounce his name, I'm sorry, but the individual I was working with, um, to get this and other items, he actually pulled out his phone for me to look at. Um, let me see. No, I don't have anything with me right now. Um, I don't have the video and that's for sure because, um, for reasons I'll explain in a moment, he didn't share it with me, uh, but I did get to view it. So when he was explaining how these bowls are made, and again, this is a massive singing bowl. Um, he pulled out the video and was telling me, oh, they're made in Tibet, and, or, or I should say, he didn't say where, but somewhere in India. Um, so that wouldn't be Tibet, I guess. 
But the Tibetan monks in the video he showed me, and he actually showed me a video, Nancy, of this specific bowl and what it looked like. Um, and it was several minutes long um, of the portion I saw. It was much longer on his phone. But what it showed is about, it, it looked like they were in a cavern of some kind, an underground space. I'll just say that because it wasn't like stucco walls or things. Um, and then what they showed was, I don't know, it was about four individuals with large hammers, of course, and a huge brick oven behind them where these bowls are being put into the oven to heat up to make them malleable so they can be formed. And they would cycle the bowl out, put it in front of these four guys, and they would take turns kind of staggering around, each one of them hitting the bowl to help stretch it and shape it. And then the camera pans to the right, and I see six Tibetan monks sitting there, oh, I don't know, 10 feet away, so in the same space. Um, and he explained why, and I'll get more into it, why they had their prayer beads covered. Um, evidently, there's something to the whole not recording of this um, and or seeing the what, and I don't know enough about this to get into any detail, <clears throat> excuse me, um, about how they were counting where, you know, how they were doing that. So they had, I don't know, I'll just call it a sash of some kind. It was pulled over there. But you see the, the six Tibetan monks all in, in their um, seating pose and with their, and their, again, please be, you know, um, let me, I don't know my terms, but they were chanting. And then, of course, the ohm frequency was in there as well that was being generated. Um, and long story short, they were chanting and doing their prayers. And there's more to it. And I really wish I had at least recorded the individual explaining it to me. Um, while this bowl and other bowls were being made, of course, setting the proper environment. We talk a lot about that on this show and Metaphysical Perspectives podcast, how important that is. Um, so having the right environment, because of course, I like to use the analogy, you don't cook a seven course meal in the garage on camping equipment. No, you get in the kitchen where you got pots and pans and utensils. You can get a little more done. So the right environment for the right um, result. And let me tell you, they sure put the effort out on this. And I had no idea. And again, he wouldn't share the video for, again, lots of reasons, but we didn't get to view it um, on how, how this and the other bowls were being made. And Nancy, that, if you think the, um, the experience of the, standing in it and he did it to me by the way too so let me actually back up 10 seconds here before i realized this bowl was for mystical wares and all of us to share and it's free here at mystical wares for everybody and anybody and i don't even know how many people have already used it it's only been here a week or so um we put it out in a, the shungite fountain pyramid area and we'll get more into that in a moment but he had me stand in it at the rock and gym show in arizona so take my shoes off i'm in socks um, and he puts me in it, and then I was in front of a large gong as well, so like a four-foot diameter gong that was in front of me and, and other things. Um, so you can kind of think, sometimes they're loosely called sound baths or things like that, frequency sessions, lots of ways of describing it. Um, so when they did that to me there, I felt it, felt the, the reverberation go just shoot. Again, I was standing in it, and the, I'll just say, I don't, the multiple toroidal, energy flows that were coming off of it, and they, they continued up, um, were shooting through what we'd call your chakras and kundalinis and just activating them. So it's a phenomenal experience, um, and being in there, Nancy, and, and Mark, um, it's, depending on your intent and what you hold, your feeling-wise, is what gets enhanced. So there's a whole lot of aspects of this we can talk about, and then I don't know if, if Nancy and Mark, you guys want to jump in with some questions or have me describe something else, or before I you know, let you speak, do I just jump over there and, and 
hit this thing and let everybody feel it. Well, I want to point out in the picture that's in the chat right now that'll be on the promo image that the bong he's talking about is over to the left on the floor in front of a fountain. And the fountain is right in front of the Sasquatch. And the reason I'm saying this is because these things are much bigger. You can stand in that bowl. So you, to get this perspective of what you're seeing in this picture, it's actually the bowl itself you can stand in. So imagine how big that fountain is. And that fountain is it, the bricks that you see up there. Well, that's filled with uh, a large container of water, but also all that shungite. So when he went out there, and um, I'm, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's see if we can dong it and we can pick it up. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, producer type stuff. And he goes out there, and the water, the sound of the water fountain is so loud. And, and what I want him to do is he's got to, he removed the, uh, the, the uh, bowl into his office right now, okay? But when he first had it, the water was right next to it. And, and it's just the water itself is so energetic. Even if you're just listening to the sound over the, the radio, that it was like I was lost in that immediately. And then he hit that thing and the water and it. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And I'm only saying this because I want you to understand that that bowl is big enough that he could be standing in it. You do have a picture of Maureen standing in it on your phone. Um, I'll have to find. I just look at the chat now for those that are in chat with us. Look now because I uploaded an image. Nancy, I put the bowl on the couch that I do sessions on that's five feet from me. So when okay. I look to my left, you're looking where I'm looking down. There's the bowl so you can see just a, a visual perspective. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, is that that's where it's at now? And you're going to bong this and give everybody a, an amazing experience? <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm actually looking for that um, image now while we were sitting there chatting of Maureen standing in it so you can see as well. But no, I'll walk over there right now. Um, okay, now before, actually, <laughs> before, you, before you do that, I, this, I don't ever do this. Well, once in a while I do it. But I'm telling you, if you're driving, turn down the sound. Do not, do not let yourself hear this because you're going to not be driving anymore. You're going to be somewhere else. So please, if you happen to be driving, do not listen to this right now. Okay, we're 11 minutes into the show. You can go back and listen to it when you're not driving. I just had to say that because if I had been in a car driving, I would have crashed. I was like, what? Oh, geez. But anyway, I'm, kinda, oh, yeah. I'm a very sensitive person. So, <laughs> All right, so it's on. It's, it, it will uh, uh, vibrate enough on the couch? Nope, I put it on the, so I'm sitting here. What you don't see is if I turn 180 degrees from that shot people are looking on the couch is my actual desk. So I put it on the floor next to me is what I'm saying. Okay. So it's right in front of that little coffee table that I keep my little water pitcher on. Some guy water pitcher. So I will get up, and then we've had, oh my God, I don't even know, because we had a, a free metaphysical fair this weekend here at Mystical Wares where hundreds of people come through, and I have it out there with a sign describing it a little bit and explaining how to get in there. And again, we leave it out for everybody to enjoy um, and the stories, the stories, the photos, the, the just emotions that come from this thing are phenomenal. And we'll get more to it later. But, Nancy, real quick before I do this, I had an individual in here who was a vendor in one of our fairs yesterday. And I didn't, I forgot that he had a titanium rod in his leg. 
So when this ball was hit, his leg would heat up every single time and start vibrating. He, I found that out at the end of the show. Um, when he came over, he came over smiling. He goes, every time, because even little kids, I'm talking about little three, four, five-year-old kids would walk over. They'd see the ball get all excited and just jump inside of it, sit down, stand up, whatever. And then it gets gonged. Um, and then it's, yeah, it's an amazing thing. So I'm going to quit speaking right now. And let me turn off this fan. So we are in my office where there's a whole lot of incredible things sitting around here. So we'll see how that works. Frequency tools, I mean. So I'm, I'm, I'm babbling right now, Nancy and Mark, just so you know, so my microphone stays active until I hit this. So let me relax here for one moment, and we're going to hit it. Sit down, because <clears throat> what I just had to do, hmm. and I have no idea how much that came over audio, but I literally, that's heated up like 200 degrees. Oh, my gosh. I had my head down. You, had, you, you, you had your head down in it? Ooh. Oh, man, yeah. Sorry, I've got to catch my breath here. That's just all good, <laughs> but oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know if that was... Uh, <laughs> well, say, no, I'm be... trying to tell you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You talk. I, was, I didn't think about it. I was thinking, oh, oh wait, I'm on... Oh, jeez. And the reason my head was in there is because I'm wearing these, I don't know what they call them, air pods or air buds. I'm trying to do work with my microphones here so I have better audio. So I have these little ear pods in that have... Um, or air pods, what the heck they call them. Sorry, i got to catch my breath here. So I thought, well, shoot, if we're going to do this, let's get close to it and let people actually... <laughs> hopefully hear it because I didn't know what was going to come across or feel it. <clears throat> so yeah, I literally stuck it to where my nose, so directly over the bowl, and then went down in it a little bit. Oh my gosh, I'm still going to recover, but okay. anyway, did, what, did what, that come across? Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, but what happened, I, all of a sudden, the uh, it was like the you cut out, the, the microphone cut out. And I'm going like, what? Is he rehitting it? I couldn't figure out what was happening, but I think. It, but that would have been at the time that you had your head in it. The sound actually caused the microphone to cut uh, in and out. Not bad, but that was what uh, it was. But well, that, wait, the, it was doing that in here, by the way. The, the 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 reverberation you feel. I don't care if you call yourself an energy sensitive or not. I'm talking to everybody. You're gonna feel this. It goes through your your DNA. I mean, uh, it, it's through the room. It goes through the whole 8,000 square foot store. I know, mm -hmm. but I told you when you put it in the office, <laughs> I don't know if I clang that in that office with all those devices and and 
amazing, just, you know, unbelievable, profound minerals in that office. I mean, it was like, I, I'm glad to see that you had a little bit of a problem there because it was like, if he's in that office doing this, I hope he's going to, you know, be, be back. He might not, he might not be here for the rest of the show. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh yeah, it clears energy. Everything in this office is just like I don't know, shimmering or shaking in a good way. I just shared an image, Nancy and Mark, on in chat as well of Maureen standing in the, the uh, this actual bowl. So it's not a different one. And then the gong and the individual next to me and everything I was talking about. And then also I didn't explain. You can take additional um brass so a a large typical brass singing bowl is in that guy's hand behind Maureen's back and then looked down on the floor so as this was happening and that's a gong in front of her and this is the same thing i jumped in first or you know, was, was placed in um and then you move the bowls around the chakras in your hand as well so there's a whole lot of additional aspects or energies you can work with in this um than what we're just doing here and then it's a, of course if you're in it it then just shoots through your entire aura and energy body um, by the way, when I watched this happen, we were the only two in the show that had it done, apparently. Um, at least up until, well, we were there at the end. So, um, long story short, it, uh, I don't know. It, I would just say, I have to say, it synced and then it, it made the, the energies I could see on the chakras thicker, if that means anything, or more cohesive. It's a difficult thing to talk about, more structured, I don't know, terms like that, I guess. When I was watching it, the uh, toroidal fields kind of, emanate from her chakras moorings i'm talking about mine i felt like crazy oh geez so she must have felt you know all kinds of crazy things as well but that's what that image is um mark did you have any any questions on any of this i know you didn't know we were gonna start talking singing bowls oh no this this is great i'm, I'm glad you got to share that with everybody definitely went through my <laughs> went through the whole body um i'm wondering you you know because you have these different singing bowls in there and, and gongs if um maybe as a future idea, uh, selling the sound, like pay a dollar, you know, like a dollar or two for an MP3, considering the energy in, in, you know, your shop, and then people can just play it whenever they want to, instead of, you know, having to buy the bowl or visit there every time. Just that, I think it'd be cool to do that. What um, a great idea. I'm writing that down right now, and no, that, so send us a love hug is all anybody has to do etherically, and we'll put it up there for free. Um, I will do that. That's a fantastic idea. Or even like, I don't know if you can shungite, shungite enhance um, each of the sound devices or bowls that you have there too, as a we variation. Do. You know, we um, put the yeah, shungite rubber pay. under them. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's great. Like, um, what do you call it? Um, yeah, shung shungite rubber pad enhance or something. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like just like a dollar for an MP3, and people can play it whenever they need to, and like listing down the uses for each one and when to play it during the day or something. I think I, I'd pay a dollar for it easily, MP3 yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a good idea. No, I will play with that. I got it written down my little notepad here, which is where things need to get for me. Um, no, great idea. Yeah, I'll definitely look into that and let everybody know when I can get those put together and, and how it all works out, and I'll get some images with you, you, it, too. You know, you're, you're never going to sell this. I mean, this is not for sale, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm not trying to sell it. No, no, no okay, 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 all right, yeah, I understand. I, that, I mean, I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, but I suggest you do ask for that dollar. Let them buy into it. Let it be everybody's. 
let them pay sure, for Link. I want the energy exchange so that it's a stronger thing. So what I would ask is people just, hey, share a link to Mystical Wares. This is where you got it, rather than email the MP3 everywhere out. You know, don't kick yourselves if you do it. Help it share the love. But, yeah, if somebody links back, we'll keep it uploaded or available on the website so then they at least land on our site and maybe get some more Shanghai info or whatever. That was a great idea, Mark. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, I did ask a while ago, and I know you got tons of stuff going on all the time, but um, if you still have the bees around, Shanghai B sounds. Uh, yeah, we need to. That's a great idea too. I do have the technical aspects set up for that, meaning the little microphones I get to drop in between the frames and all of that. My issue is until the spring, and I get to some local Shanghai beehives, because I have not right. been able to restart our apiary yet. Um, but no, we will look at that as well. No, awesome. Good idea. Looking mm -hmm. forward to those things. Yeah. All right. Keep playing on. Yeah, Nancy. I don't know if you had other things in the that we were. I'm thinking about from the the last show. What were we going to talk? Oh, we had the scalar stuff. We got lots of places we can go. Oh, well, I slept in that the other day, by the way. Go ahead. You, you, you what? I slept within the scalar uh, units. I know some maybe new oh, listeners oh, don't know oh, what we're talking oh, about, oh, but oh. yeah, I did have a whole eight hours in there. Okay. Well, it you know we're 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 talking about the same whether you're you're hitting the 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 bowl or you're in a scalar. What what is the name of that scalar device? Um, well, let me bring it up exactly. So it's a couple names to it because it's the Spooky Two Scalar device, and it depends on what aspect you're talking about. But it's a Spooky so Spooky S P O O K Y Two Scalar, which when you get the Scalar version, you get the integrated uh, Reich uh, coding and frequencies and abilities to oh lots of aspects of this one. I don't know if we want to get all into it again, um, and then. Hopefully well, in the future, Walt and I'll get to hook up more and do another show. Go ahead. Well, uh, let me just give people that might need it or haven't heard it before. Reich. It's Re Raymond Royal or is it Royal Raymond? I can never remember. I think it's Raymond Royal Reich. Wilhelm Reich? No, there's Wilhelm Reich and then there's Reich. Yeah. Which one? Is this Reich or is this Reich? <laughs> Because there's, there's Raymond Royal Rife was in the 30s, and he was a doctor that was working with microscopes to try to be able to see viruses and cancers and stuff, okay? And then you got Wilhelm Reich, who's in the 50s, and he's the one that makes the cloud busters and the Oregon uh, boxes, cabinets, were... He, he 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 builds these things that are very very simple that attract organ which is all around us but it, it's an accumulation it's like acts like a battery and people get inside these little cabinets and they can be cured of all sorts of things but in both why they had to have their names so similar makes me crazy but both of those people were working with the concept of healing through vibration and the scalar waves now that Spooky 2's got have taken the, that. They tried to bury that science. Now, why would they try to bury science that could heal people? Well, because if you can heal people by setting a, a resonant frequency in the body that, in the case of most of it, is just works with your energy body in order to stabilize. Uh, get co more coherent to be more healthy for you 
when it's working on that that aspect of it, well, yeah, okay, it's just woo-woo and blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to pay any attention to it. But when he was demonstrating that the same concept of this resonating can actually take out cancer, okay, like uh, in Rife's case, he was so... It is Rife, by the way, R-I-F-E. All right, okay. So in Rife's case, he was... What happened was that when he was playing with the mic, uh, the the uh, uh, not microphone, uh, microscopes. When he was playing with the microscopes, trying to make the technology so that he could see at that microscopic level, he realized that when you put the light on the like a, like a bacteria, when you when you were putting the light on it, it would react to it. He could see there was reaction, and so that, and he was probably I'm sure he was guided through this whole thing. So he was able to match the frequency of essentially, it went from light into using vacuum tubes and stuff to get the frequency up. But it was a frequency that when that particular bacteria was, you know, surrounded with it, that it would start to vibrate to a point that it would just self-destruct. And so you could target different types of bacteria, different types of viruses although viruses aren't really there but um and also the cancer cells you could get it on the cancer cells so there was like six different people terminally ill with six different types of cancers and by subjecting each one of them to the specific frequency of the, the cancer uh that would destroy the cancer for a couple of minutes the first day the next day he did nothing because he realized rife was had to have been guided with all this he realized that the destruction of these cancer cells in the body would cause a toxicity in the body and that you had to give the body time enough to you know detoxify so it went over for a period of i don't know, a week or so it wasn't very long and 100% cure but that's when the it ended no more information. He went on and had a, a successful career in medicine, especially in the uh, work with the photography and the in, in looking at things through the microscopes. So then you get Reich, and he's doing the same thing. He's healing. But if you can, with energies, but if you can do healing, you can also kill. So they immediately saw this these things as being weapon potential. And in Reich's case, said, this is weapons potential probably. I mean, I don't know what they said to him to make him stop, but he stopped. Reich, on the other hand, in the 50s said, screw you, and they arrested him for infringement on um, uh, essentially FDA, uh, and they put him in jail, and a year later he was dead, and all of his writings, all of his cabinets, everything that they could get their hands on, they destroyed. However, they didn't get it all. So now you've got the Spooky 2, and I'm sure there's other things out there, but Walt was been talking about Spooky 2 for years, and then Derek got into it, and it's like, they have a... Derek, how many different uh, frequencies do they have in their uh, computer file there? That is it? Uh, when I look at it loading, it, I don't know, it gets over 10,000, thousands. There's everything and anything. I'm, I'm looking at stuff in there I've never even heard of before. Um, many, many, many thousands, and they add on to it all the time. So there's anything you can think of in there, from herbs to supplements to nature frequencies. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So you can um, actually say, okay, 
I want some echinacea. And yeah, you can. And I can explain it a little bit better, too. Go ahead. Um, there, there's an add-on. So I got the, what's called the Generator X version. So an, an add-on to it, long story short, I can download frequencies that they call programs. So you don't need a computer that adds on to the scalar unit. So long story short, you can sit down, have these two little tiny black suitcase-looking devices on either side of you. Then with this program, or little machine, the Generator X, I log onto the database and download a program for, let's example, lymphatic system detox, lymphatic system um, toxin removal, kidney boost, blah, blah, and it goes on and on and on. So depending, and those are programs, so I will set the programs or the energies or frequencies for that individual and then run them through the machine. And some are minutes, some are hours long, it depends. Um, and there's always add-ons to that to where you can put the, now for what you were referencing, you can take that supplement, that essential oil or whatever maybe you don't want to take physically. So I have a friend, well, the titanium leg one, that cannot drink colloidal silver. He's allergic to silver, a whole lot of things going on there. So you can't drink that. Well, you can still have the antibacterial benefit of it by putting it on the, the right portion of it, turn on the scalar unit. Now that frequency is within those waves. And now you get the benefit of it, of or an oil or a – I've done it when I mentioned um, – with a, so I took a, a nutrient, a tangy tangerine 2.0. It's an odd name, but it's a really good supplement. And I took one of the, um, the pills of it because it comes, I like the powder form, but I did buy the pills for this and just set it on the machine so that, and then slept within that field uh, two nights ago um, with that supplement. So I'm talking about, yes, a physical supplement. And I took it afterwards because, by the way, you can do this with a glass of water, structure the energies in that water on the machine, then drink it, and you have another layer of that energy then. And it did the same with this nutritional supplement or vitamin pill. Um, it's structurally, yes, on the physical level as well, aligned to me as an entity, being within that energy range. And then I took it. But also, the bigger thing is all night long, I had the same minerals, vitamins, all of the good stuff that was in that pill sent through every molecule of my body while I was sleeping, and then I woke up, I'd go in a half an hour on that explanation, but feeling amazing, no, uh, to give you an example, <clears throat> often because I just do a lot, sometimes we're lifting a whole lot of heavy, heavy things, it's a rock shop, that happens, so I'll feel sore from whatever, lots of stuff, you know, being lifted around here at times, or if I come back from a show, so I was sore, woke up, 100%, um, cleared of any of the pain, be it muscle or nervous pain, um, as in nerves, um, or anything like that. And I was not expecting such a physical, um, I don't know, manifestation of it. Actually, I was kind of going into open-minded, but I was uh, happily startled on the, the, the physical feelings. And then on the energy ones, it probably took me an hour to get to sleep, because. but I am a, I don't know, again, I call it perceiver of energies, so when I turn it on, I'll have to tell you, there is no doubt that thing is working and the frequencies are going from what, well, let's leave the vision out of it and I see a whole lot of stuff happening there. But then the energies and the feelings um, and the pulses going around my body that um, you, know, you can call it subtle energies. They're not so subtle. You definitely feel it. Um, it's a comfortable feeling, I would say, um, because they are biocompatible waveforms or frequencies, energies, again, lots of ways of saying it. So it's like putting on a nice blanket. It's, it's comfort. It's not like a shock and audio system to where, you know, you've got to get your sea legs on from, you know, from maybe standing on a boat, getting nauseous. So it was really interesting um, sitting in it with that. 
that whole day or you know eight nine hours well my experience with it because he could do it long range was he said that um, he was going to put in boost my immune system so he sends me a message I'm turning it on in three minutes <laughs> and I just happened to have just walked in the house and I said okay well let me just lay down and see what I feel about this and it was so interesting because I wasn't, I didn't have a clue as to what I was going to feel. But having been, uh, you know, very accustomed to walking inside the toroidal field that is that surrounds the uh, eagle, I was kind of expecting that same kind of big field thing. And what happened was all of a sudden I realized that I was having, okay, it's sort of like I can perceive it the, at the microorganism type of, you know, I can get down to the quantum field level to be able to see things. And so I'm like, okay, what's all this thing? What's happening in my body? And it was all these little light flicking things, you know, but it, it, it were energy things. But, you know, let's just say light things. And I started to really get down and focus. And it was like a blood cell had a little toroidal field around it. Um, and, and it wasn't just the blood cells, it was other parts of, you know, different cells in my body, but it wasn't every cell like he's, he's, he's explaining to you. It was, it was very specific. And so then I started to look at the system, the, what, what, what's, what's being affected here. And it was the, the immune system. It was the circulatory system. It was the lymphatic system. There was uh, one organ that seemed to have, well, there were two organs, the heart, Every single thing that made up the heart, every molecule, every cell, everything in the, in the heart, it, 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 I'll say the cells, okay, the cells that were making up the heart, they all had this little toroidal field around them. But also every white and, and red, seemingly white and red blood cells, and it, I looked at my brain, and my brain had the same things, but again, it, I'm going like, this isn't like brain tissue. It didn't affect muscle, it didn't affect nerve. It didn't seem to affect the brain tissue. I didn't even check into the bones, but the marrow of the bone is also part of the um, immune system. I just didn't think to look at it that way. Um, so it was very specific as to what frequency was out there. It was one that was married to the immune system. That's what the intent was, the immune system. So all of the things that make up our immune system have a because of, of uh, quantum entanglement they they have a certain similarity in frequency not identical but similar and so it was close enough to the frequency being put out by the machine at the time and this ran for an hour um when 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 those cells felt that frequency they began to resonate at that frequency and in resonating created little toroidal fields around themselves I was not, I fell asleep. I was, I'm having a good time looking at this thing. And the next thing I know, I was waking up abruptly. And I went, whoa, what happened? And I had fallen asleep for at least 40 minutes. And when I woke up, he told me it was set for an hour. When I woke up, I looked at this clock and it was just at the hour time frame. So um, these, this, is, this is the new medicine, you know. We, we all bitch and moan about the medicine system, the medical system where the pharmaceutical companies are in charge of everything. This is the new medicine. 
We don't have to worry about that thing going away. It's got to go away and bring in the new, the new way of healing, which is Rife, Reich, Derek, Spooky Tattoo, and Walt Silva. <laughs> because Walt's been using sound and energies and, you know, for decades. You know, his mother is very old, but she's also <laughs> the, the person who, you know, hey, Mom, let me try this out on you. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Mark, do you have some ideas or questions or anything? Mark? Yeah, um, it's on mute. So... You, um, when you guys were talking about that, um, it reminded me to go check out the Wilhelm Reich Museum. Um, what was the website? Oh, it's uh, WilhelmReichMuseum.org. Their Facebook page is pretty cool. You just just type in Wilhelm Reich Museum, and there's a um, short film recently made you can watch for free. That's the recent thing. And then they've made like a statue bust of uh, Reich recently. It, it's a little expensive, $250, but just seeing the, the images of it looks really cool. Um, yeah, so just scroll down. They got some pr pretty good updates this year. That's all just in terms of connecting to what you guys were talking about. And Yasmin uh, corrected me. It, it is Royal Raymond Rife, not Raymond Royal Rife. I always get, <laughs> but Royal Raymond Rife. And again, you can look him up and you'll probably find out a lot more about him. Although probably not all that he was into. Because they tried to, well, they, they, you know, they couldn't catch it all. They couldn't get rid of all the information, and other people took off on it. So, um, um, I, I did have an addition to that. Where, so, as we're going into transition in the new, um, new Earth, so we're, uh, you know, the the, the new medicine and and looking more towards energy medicine and um, like what we're talking about here, resonance, vibration. Um, and for me, I found uh, Telegram local freedom groups that that were um, asking for local doctors who are, you know, who who don't promote the shot or the masks. Um, but that's a good way to start finding it. Uh, as far as the local area, have you guys heard anything of um, what's happening locally, or maybe Derek, you're getting more business? What's the overall feel out there for uh, you know this the the new? Uh, you know, movement and uh, vibe tribe we're moving towards. Paradigm. The yeah. new paradigm. No, that's a good way of, yeah, to describe it. Everybody's still getting their, we're all getting our foot in, you know, testing everything. It's, it's interesting because a whole lot more people are getting, and I mean doctors locally as well, um, getting into uh, the energy medicine and the medical stuff. We have a, a chiropractor coming in this week to Mystical Wares to do a free, I don't know, class, I guess we'll call it, on muscle testing. So, I mean, people are becoming more and more open to that kind of stuff, realizing it's all legit, it's real, it's been around forever. And we're talking, we were kind of, um, uh, I guess, naming it new medicine that we're into. Well, and of course, everybody here knows we're talking old medicine, just bringing it back um, is what it is. So it's kind of getting back to what actually works. And we're not chemical beings, we're energy beings. So use energy to heal yourself, not chemicals. Um, and again, even the medical doctors are becoming more aware of that. So, well, a lot of other things happening here in Mystical Wars too, but it's just neat to see that, that people are willing, even the, the we'll just say non-believers are the ones that aren't fully into the metaphysical realm yet, um, 
jumping in the bowl, the singing bowl, whacking it, feeling it, going, oh, my gosh. And then it made me see stars or lights or, I mean, there's so many descriptions that I've heard already um, or feedback that's gotten back to me from people standing in there or sitting in the pyramids or putting their water in the new shungite fountain we have out there with, I don't know, probably a thousand pounds of shungite in there, just, just countless pieces of huge chunks of shungite. I mean, they're like five pounds each. Um, they vary, but big, big pieces. And then having those two shungite fountains, so or water displays, whatever you want to call them, on either side, Mark and Nancy, of the pyramids and the singing bowl, and then, of course, a big eight-foot Sasquatch standing there. Let me just tell you, that whole environment and feeling, because as you approach this area, you have feelings. And I'm not even talking about from the area yourself, because, you know, you have a sense of exploring, excitement. Ooh, what's this? Well, all that is part of the recipe. So the more excited you get and feel when you get in there, the more you're going to feel metaphysically. Um, so we've had lots of just great um, feedback from that area and all the devices. So I guess in answering, yeah, people are becoming more aware and open to it, including coming to the uh, metaphysical fairs a lot more and not getting scared away. Who's in a scary place? Am I going to get hexed? No, you might feel some love, though. Uh, and they definitely do. So, I'm, And again, I don't know actually, how much you want to get into some of these stories, but I've got some from just yesterday and the day before of individuals being led here for removals or healings or, I mean, all kinds of things. It's literally every fair weekend. Um, I, I do want to hear that, but I do want to preface it by an understanding of the fact that in the beginning of the medical profession, before the AMA, okay, um, homeopathy, which was energy work, was you had to have a, home, a homeopathic doctor on your staff at a hospital to be a functioning hospital. Now, the problem was was that homeopathy is designed to use energy to keep you in a state of health. It's not designed to continually give you a drug that keeps you in a state of not being healthy, so you have to keep going back getting the drug. That's a money problem because homeopathy is based on sugar pills that have energy c contained in them. Not very expensive. And so the, it's not cost-effective to keep people healthy. That, that, that's the fundamental difference between what happens when you're dealing with energy work. It's not expensive because it's not based on pharmaceutical drugs. So this is the old way of doing it. This is not new. It was required until the AMA and the pharmaceutical companies took over everything. So let's just get rid of them. Now, give them the stories that you can remember because he, the, he, when I talked to, to Derek after affair, he's like, oh, so many things happened today and I can get him to kind of like, well, this happened and I'll, well, I'll tell you about that. This and, you know, so what you can remember, what stands out, let's let your, your guides, to, you know, kind of guide you to remember the stories that people need to hear. But... This is the way of the future because it's also the way of the past. This is the way it used to be. This is the way it is in indigenous communities. This is what we have to do. We have to think in terms of healing with energy. So go ahead. You put them, you've got this massive, well, it's not massive fair. It's, it's, it's how many people are, did you tell me, a couple dozen? 
Uh, there's like up to 15 vendors, so people that we put tables up for and they put their, their wares out there. And it's in our classroom, so we kind of readjust. And there's like up to 15 different, you know, individuals. We call vendors. And they're different, they're different vendors every fair you do. And you're doing them, what, once a month or is it more than that? No, it's every other weekend. Um, so a couple, it depends on the month, but two to three times a month, both Saturday and Sunday. And then we do cycle out the vendors because there's a lot of interest. I mean, occasionally you'll get the same ones to cycle through. It just depends um, on, you know, the time of year and whatever's going on. But, yeah, we cycle through all kinds of vendors. And a lot of them are, I, mean, I go on for hours. There's so many types. And some are artist ones. Some are healers, readers. I mean, it's just a plethora. So lots to choose from. And that's why we do it, to open it up to the community because it's hard to have a place or space to share your, your wares or your understanding or your frequencies. Um, so we like to be all-encompassing. Um, but, yeah, every other weekend or so. And then what I was going to get into, Nancy, was uh, and this is just, again, what she was saying is basically I'll call her after a fair. I go, oh, my gosh, you won't believe. And, by the way, I'm going to forget half of it because it's nonstop, and I'm not exaggerating, um, on when these instances or situations, I'll just call it, um, and all, you know, good, bad, and different, different ones, but experiences happen nonstop on these days because just think of all the energy workers here, which is everybody, by the way. We're all energy workers, but even the ones that are, that, that you know, wear the title of that and or customers that come in. So there's a lot of moving parts. And in this example, there were two um, young girls that, I don't know, early 20s, I guess, uh, they, that had a friend of theirs. I think it was a brother of one of them that knew the fair was happening. So they came to Mystical Wares, and I didn't know anything about this initially, so I'm going to kind of fill in the, the backstory um, as I got more of it. But they came here to Miss Squares, made it to the parking lot out front. And we, what we're in is a, an old gr grocery store. We actually share a grocery store with another business, an art business, with like art and paint supplies and things like that. So they have half of a grocery store. We have the other half. And there's a big false wall in there, so you don't actually see each other share space. But I'm just giving you an idea. It's 8,000 square feet. Our section is 8,000. So kind of big store. And a big parking lot to go with it out front that, I don't know, maybe 100 cars or so can fit. So they're out there. It's really crowded. I'm just kind of giving you the visual. So lots going on, lots of people coming and going and things. And they got out, and I guess here's where I need to fall in on a little bit of the past. Um, again, no names involved here, so we're just, you know, keeping it general. This individual, so again, the two young girls, um, and then their brother who came, and evidently there was some past excessive drug use and abuse and other things that um, contributed to the state he was perceiving reality. I know that's difficult to hear me speak like that. I'm sorry, but I kind of have to and sometimes. Um, so when he got here, others, the medical profession, would have probably diagnosed him, not a fan of diagnoses, um, with something called schizophrenia, something called with mental issues, um, can see entities, all kind of sound familiar like you know he's seeing the metaphysical he's experiencing it and i'll just kind of be blunt here um in this case extreme use of substances can compromise our auras such that we perceive things we're not ready to experience at times again i have to really watch what i'm saying so he was he found himself in that state so i was actually and it was a huge deal him even getting in mystical wars parking lot because I have our, our buckyball of love, for those that have listened before, that C60 molecule shape, which gets regenerated at least once a day, usually many times. 
um, by myself and others that, uh, yeah, an invisible soccer ball of love around the property of mystical wares to hold the energies. And I started doing that, I don't even know how long ago, over a year. As I saw that, then, yeah, sometimes that keeps individuals out that aren't ready for that, but more often than not, it brings them in, and that's their first line or layer of energy removal entering that, not a, not a, it's not a dense love field, but it's a, an encompassing one. So literally walking in or pulling in your car in our parking lot, um, you are going to, and we hear the stories just all the time, it's countless in different levels. Um, you hear it, you feel it, you experience it. So the girls made it into the fair. He was, let's just say, having a bad time out there, so a little more of a visual. So in this individual's case, um, he definitely would see things, and his arms would be swinging out in the air. So he, he would look like he was having maybe issues, things like that. Um, and, and talking to what's not there um, and taking stuff off of him, uh, imag- what we would call imaginary stuff. So he'd be, oh, it's this energy on me, really not. And just kind of, you know, losing it, hard to concentrate, walking around really fast, um, not able to look you in your eyes. So a lot going on, let's just say, kind of in a manic state. Um, so I was, uh, I don't know, I was back in the fair or something talking to some vendors, and then um, the, the girls come in, they talk, and they say, hey, we'll just have to leave him out there for a little bit. And then long story short, everybody that's here, um, knows, you know, to come get my attention. Let me know if for something going on, especially this type of circumstance. So they get me, I come up, and I don't get told anything. When I'm, I'm just walking up, they say, there's somebody, I think there's having issues out in the parking lot. Nah, that's all I need to know. So then I, I walk out there and go through the doors into the parking lot, and I see him, and I, I see all of him, let's just say, and everyone he's with, and he was out there physically alone um, because, again, there's two people who came with were inside, and then um, and they told him, uh, and they didn't, they don't know who I am or anything. So they said, ah, you know, just let Derek go talk to him. So I'm out there, and of course, we're at, which I'm holding right now, I'm wearing a little leather pouch with a piece of cosmic silver shungite in it. Um, and I like to make fun of it when I make this comment because, you know, I own a crystal store. There's lots of trinkets around here I can go grab. But what do you see on my wrist and around my neck all the time? Cosmic silver shungite. Shungite's my go-to. Um, and a whole lot of reasons for that, of course. So I go out there and chat with him. Um, and I'm already walking up armored, so I'm in my personal soccer ball of love, yes, within the greater Mr. Gore's property soccer ball of love we put. Um, so lots of love balls going around and lots of layers of energy. And I get up to him, and he didn't know I was coming. He was, he was facing away. <laughs> it was kind of interesting because he actually had to move away from me a couple feet, so he couldn't get any closer initially than, I don't know, maybe four feet or so. And again, he didn't see me coming, but as I'd walk toward him, I get that close, he'd move away, and he wasn't even sure why. And then I realized, oh, we're buttoning up energies here, frequency bouncing there. You know, I'm pushing, I'm in, holding love, let me get my terms right, holding love energy. I'm not, like, sending it to him, forcing anything on him. Um, you know, I don't work that way. But if I'm in your space and you're open to it and it's something for you, then share. So he started evening out, um, and then, uh, again, I can keep some of this vague. Just, we'll just think privacy, even though you know, he doesn't really understand that we were doing a, a session out there. Um, but also, if what I will call negative or excess energy gets in my realm, I'm going to, you know, let's talk 3D. If I smell something in my house, I'm going to open a window, let it ventilate. So this energy got around me. I removed it, and I eh, won't get too much invisible there, but I can literally grab it, and you'll see my hand coming out like I'm grabbing something invisible, and the energy's off. Um, and he had his back to me. 
<laughs> he about jumped a foot. He was, oh, my gosh, what the heck was that kind of thing? And he can experience it. And it's, so from the, I don't know, the negative or the neutral perspective, it's interesting to see that stuff happening. Um, again, in this case, when somebody not even looking at you, so they don't even know this crazy woo stuff's happening, right? or in somebody that doesn't understand energies. But they, I'll tell you, they sure in the heck feel it. So that excess energy was removed. He kind of, then he could turn around and kind of go a little bit quicker here, but ask questions if need be. I'm trying to get it done before the break. Um, he was then able to communicate with me, speak to me, and, and talk. So we, we talked for a few minutes about some stuff. Um, let's just say, uh, yeah, did some more energy work, just strengthened the love energy around him so those that were out of alignment with him couldn't mess with him anymore. And yes, at times, that, and what they sometimes will dub schizophrenia, things like that, where you hear voices. Well, they're not just hearing voices. There are voices out there. It's in the metaphysical. So, um, but that did tone down and stopped where he could function then. And then I, I gave him a piece of Shanghai, gave, gave him have his time out there, um, and then came back in the store and just watched him from inside. And then long story short, within, I don't know, a few minutes or so, he's able to make it through the threshold. And Mr. Gowares come in the doors, feels the energy. Goes, we have a little, uh, I don't know, a little stature statue up near the front of a figure <laughs> happens and I just I don't remember why happened to set a shungite necklace around this um, little statue so she's wearing a shungite necklace and he gravitates over towards that um, makes it through the fair a little bit more um, evens out energy wise um, so that was a and I'm gonna leave a whole lot more out of it but just because again privacy but individuals like that that come in here you don't have to actually have a, a session sit down and explain everything to them because it's energy again just provide or hold the energies, in, in this case my attention was love, and then what the individual needs, which is similar to you, Nancy, in the, um, the bowl or using the scalar session, you'll, as long as you're open to it, you will draw or use or perceive the energies and frequencies for you, not, not specifically other you know, predetermined ones. So that, that happened, that was a big deal. The, the girls have come back, they're apparently gonna come back and get a session with me um, and him together so we can do some more, um, we'll just say, energy work. So that was that was one interesting moment. Um, and unfortunately, I do have to leave some of the specifics out, but uh, do you guys have any questions on any of that? Or Nancy, did I tell you, as you know my memory or lack of, any other parts of it that I forgot right now? Um, and that's just one circumstance too, by the way, that happened, I think that was Sunday. Yeah, I know. Um, so when you're dealing with these people, and you can get rid of some of the darkness that's around them. Does it come back, or is that up to them? I mean, how how much do they just it's wait? All up to wait. Them. Okay, so so they're still waiting outside the en the black energies. I mean, it's not like you can say, "Oh, you're gone and you're destroyed." It's like I can get you out of this area right now, but I don't have a, the ability to actually send you back to wherever you came from, or do you? Uh, okay, you asked a few questions there. Yes, I can, and I'll just say I have some pretty big etheric friends that help out with that removal part, but what I do, remove them from our vicinity. So long story short, yes, I can reach out, take it off of him, and remove it from the bigger mystical wears buckyball of love. So that's all the more I do. I give them the option of the breather, but in this case also, a little part I left out, initially he was fighting me. I'm talking about the individual in front of me. He's, oh, no, I'm gonna, he literally was screaming and saying, I'm going to die if I don't have it. And I'm looking at the engine, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's wrapped around his heart chakra, so when he 
it does come off. It feels like he's having a palpitation. It feels like a heart attack. And I'm like, oh, geez, I was not real happy with that, see what the entities were doing. So, you know, I put his heart in love field so he doesn't feel that missing energy. And then basically I'll remove them. But a little more answer to the bigger question you asked, too, on if I, I don't destroy anything. But I realize there's a bigger team and lots of moving parts, so I do sometimes call in, we'll say Sasquatch people and others, that help out with some of these removals so my hands don't get as dirty because I am doing it from the physical level so I can get mucked with down here, and I pay the price for that often, unfortunately, but I'll still do it. So it's a team effort. It's not a Derek thing is what I'm saying. But in the end, it's always up to the individual to... I didn't know he could do that, so I will, because I do notice we have a minute or two here. You keep me on track, because my times are off here. Yes, it is up to the individual, because I didn't realize that he's all, no, I need it. And he literally, this guy, reached out, grabbed the energy as it was flowing off of him. I pulled it off, and it looked like a, I don't know, like a folded blank. That doesn't give you good, whatever. It, it was an, a shaped blanket, I guess we'll just say. And I can actually grab it, see it, floating, dissipating, doing it, or hand it to somebody. Often, for a little more of the picture here, I'll put it in a buckyball of love, the energy, and in this case, it looked like a blanket. So it's in a container, hint, hint, knock on wood if you're ex-military, big, same big things here. A container holds energy, just like in 3D, a water, or a cup holds water, which is energy. So if you start thinking along those lines, you can get more done, and I'll kind of get past that now. So when I took that off and removed it, I'll put it in that buckyball and then remove it from the other space um, or hand it off to, again, depends, but he grabbed it is what I was kind of getting at there. Um, he literally reached in the air, so he was seeing it. I mean, visual, physical eyes. He was such energetically compromised that he was perceiving into the metaphysical frequencies. So he was seeing the woo-woo stuff that I see, and he grabbed it back thinking it was he. He was convinced, Nancy, that he needed it. He was going to die without it. And that was a little aha or shock and awe moment for even me because I'm like, oh, this person doesn't know that's, I'll just say, not good energy. He has been convinced, convinced himself, whatever the scenario was, that he needed that. So then he kept pulling it back, even from some crazy energy worker like me. Um, and then, well, I mean, ultimately I got rid of it once I saw he was doing that, because then I put it in a container, soccer ball of love, closed it. He couldn't perceive it anymore. He caught his breath. He goes, oh. And then all of a sudden his head stopped spinning all around, not spinning around, but looking everywhere, no, no eye contact, boom, eyes on me. He could see me. Then we could chat. And then he could, he's back into this reality um, with all, all that distraction happening. So I know there's a lot in there. So, but that, that was the gist of that experience. And again, they'll all be back. They've mentioned, um, in fact, they're probably listening to the podcast now. They said they're going to, because they want to have a larger, it's for, about them to get a larger understanding of what was going on. How can this crazy guy, me, walk out, fling his arms in the air, just like their brother or friend, and all of a sudden things happen. I'm like, we're all doing this. So it was a, I don't know, a, a situation for many to perceive on that day, we'll say. Because, again, lots of people around, all seeing different things. Even cars having to stop in the parking lot because he would run out in the middle of the parking lot in the, the entrance, we'll say, the driveway part. And then the customers would see me pulling in, and I, I kind of wave, and I'm like, and they knew I was dealing with something. So it, lots more stuff going on in there, but it was very interesting. Um, and lots of people expanded their understandings. Well, you know, this is like a uh, an extreme example of what happens to people on a more minute way. Um, 
like you got well actually we're at the top of the hour so why don't we go into that you know how how individuals can just we'll, we'll talk about it that you know so we're going to take a uh, three minute break here we'll be right back And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is two, 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 two zero, two two. Um, that was an interesting first hour. You guys back? I'm Nancy. Hop- I'm Nancy Hopkins. <laughs> Derek Condit's with me, and Mark Joseph. I think. <laughs> Are you guys back? Here. Yep. Yep. I think we're all here. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. I- 
we'll get we'll get back to the question of the, you know about the the entities and schizophrenia and and how this can you know everybody's got a little part of this anyway uh, but in the chat dolly was um talking about the eagle and uh well jasmine said the eagle's back when mark was saying you know i'm getting rain down here because we would have been focused on telling the eagle to do this this and this <clears throat> and they hadn't been focusing on the weather situation in california now this is this is kind of interesting to me because i have a turpentine spiral and a spiral is uh, like a copper tubing that's got shungite and creates a, an orgon flow. And depending on the length of the coil, you have different frequencies that are, uh, let's say, the default frequency for the device. Well, this one is a turpentine spiral, and I call it turp. And it's 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 just like it's it's in the bed between me and the dog, so that you know. Anything that's happening is it's it just recorrect corrects you know during the night or during the day, but you can always tell when a spiral is working because it'll get cold. Now it's a measurable cold, you know it's like a Celsius Celsius degree I think, but you can feel it gets cold and so I get into the to the bed the other night and I reach for uh, turp and I'm going like why are you off? Immediately, I knew it was off, and I couldn't get it on. I couldn't turn it on, uh, and I'm like, am I supposed to be worried about this? What's happening? And it was like, no, don't worry, you know, and so then I said, okay, so what, what, what's actually happening? Well, Derek, you remember you took the scalar device, and you, uh, it was uh, Olivia, I think. And you put the shungite, cosmic shungite, in to take the frequency of the shungite, uh, cosmic shungite, and then match it with Olivia's frequency, correct? Yep, exactly. And I, when, I, when we were talking about this, I said, well, I said with the, what I know of the quantum entanglement, you just upgraded the shungite and the human interaction. I said, you made a change to Shungite, so anybody that's got Shungite out there, uh, you might have felt something. I just knew that we should bring this up on the show because, you know, that's how we we, we found it, find out more by telling you what we think, and then you can come back and you go, yeah, that happened to me. You know, that's how we've always grown Shungite and that knowledge about base of it. And uh, so w what happened was I realized that, that this all happened right after you had done that and that I couldn't get the 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 turpentine spiral to turn on I don't know why but it had something to do with that with with that interaction that there had been a, sh a change and by the next day well actually it might have been in the morning I'm not sure because but by the next day yeah it was on it was working it was fine but there was this little period of time where it almost like everything just went off, reset, and came back on again. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, and that's what it kind of felt like too. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know if um, 
I forgot we even talked about that. And then, Nancy, do you remember before I finish? Uh, the day and time, because I remember I vaguely said, oh, we might remember, want to remember the day and the kind of vague time frame that, so what you're saying also, I'll elaborate, is I had uh, my daughter Olivia here in our office, um, put her on the, again, the scalar session, and then thought, just intuition occurred to me, oh, let's put, because about the whole transferring frequencies that we talked about with um, different essential oils or supplements or whatever, well, I put that a piece I'm looking at right here on my um, coffee table, which is also in that image, by the way, so the actual piece, if that really matters, is there in the image, on the receiver unit of the scalar system so that, yes, the frequencies and energies of cosmic silver shungite was put within the scalar field um, of an active machine. And I have no idea if that had ever been done before anywhere. I mean, how many people have actual cosmic silver shungite chunks and a scalar machine and the, wow, both my ears just now, in fact, i got to kind of pause, let it tone down. Just as I was saying that, Nancy, both right and left ear um, just lit up with ringing, tinnitus-like symptoms, um, and not in a painful way, uh, which tells me, and again, I'm always just kind of let that out on these shows, more of the story, got to look at it, there's something else too there, and it's very distinct for someone like me now, but, um, and I, I think it's a lot of people, we just have to wake up to it and realize that, hey, that ringing in my ear isn't you know, always that tower or this, that, or uh, a brain tumor or whatever. No, it's energy, it's frequencies. Listen to it. And I'm only kind of going to that spiel because of both ears, so it's kind of think being, you know, slapped on the head twice. There's a whole heck of a lot more to that is what I'm being told. So, again, I mean, maybe, well, clearly there is something to that cosmic silver shungai energy being in a form of scalar um, actually being generated. So now we'll play with it more and look at it and see what it does. But again, that, that whole ring, it just kind of interrupted my whole little spiel there, was from my perspective, a big deal. So you, you can bet I'll be looking at that um, in what we'll call my downtime later, Nancy, uh, to see how that ties in. Uh, somebody should be, never mind. Apparently somebody should be holding a piece because, uh, I guess I'll just do it. Usually this is something for the metaphysical perspective show, but you know we're not shy in this one either. Um, so as I'm glancing here, just kind of babbling, talking to everyone, <clears throat> I'm literally just turning to my left, glancing at the couch. It's in that image we shared. And I could, for those that don't know, I can actually see energy bodies of individuals um, and things like that. So sitting there is, not right now, but Olivia's energy body still sitting there, and she's holding a piece of cosmic silver shungite now. And again, I'm only bringing that in because as I'm talking about this, I get the, what I call more to the story. So for that, and there was a very strong visual that just popped in over there. I mean, it would have looked like the average person, they saw a ghost just popped in my office or a piece of shungite, cosmic shungite. So it would look crazy as heck. Um, but, you know, that doesn't really startle me. So it's, I don't know. We'll have to, maybe Nancy, have you hold some of the cosmic shungite while the rife machine, or the, or I should say scalar machine, is in scalar mode and rife mode and see what happens. No, I didn't have any myself. Well, see, what, what I think happened was that when you did that, okay, um, you essentially took a piece of cosmic shungite and you intensified, again, you know, it's a lack of the, the words, you know. It, 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 it's a, it's a I want to say coalescing of, of the energies, but it's, it, by, by doing that, it's now... Every piece of shungite has been affected. Every single piece of shungite, when you did that, every shungite got affected. 
but anybody that is working with Shungite, the cosmic Shungite. Well, the, there's an upgrade to the raw too, but this is just say the cosmic right now. You you had an upgrade, or are having an upgrade. Everything you know, it, it's not like it. May, it may have been a, a, a humanity thing for all I know, because Shungite is just so magical. Um, but there was definitely when if if I, I have never seen a spiral that didn't come on for me and I mean I worked with it for quite a bit to say are you all I could not connect I could not turn that on and then boom it's I was being told don't worry about it and then boom it's on and um, like <laughs> every night when I touch it now it's like oh god it's just I don't even have to do any program it's just such a really really mellow loving positive but it's more than it was that's all I can say there's something more about the Shanghai that's happened since you did that and the reason I think it's because you did that was because of the way the conversation went and this is something that I'm going to try to bring it back to where we're talking our thoughts are so important <laughs> that every single thought you have influences the collective consciousness of humanity so if you're in a state where you're fearful, you're putting all that fear energy into the collective consciousness of humanity. But if you are staying in a state of love, appreciation, gratitude, that feeling of connectedness that you're not alone, if you're putting that out, that's what's being put into the collective consciousness. And it's the collective consciousness that is the basis for our subconscious. Okay? So it's critical that we understand how important each and every person is. Now, I'm out there. I've had a lot of experiences. I can give you a lot of my information and my knowledge and how it works for me. Derek can do the same thing. And we, we are just examples of a story to get to a point where you're just so happy to be in the body that you're in that it's very joyful all the time. Because you're not in a state of fear. When you're not in a state of fear, you still got to have an energy field that's in there. Otherwise, you have the situation that this young man had, where you know you took out the negative things, the energy that was was controlling his heart, controlling his mind, and you take that away. Well, there's a vacuum there, and it, it, you know, well, it 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 has something has to go in there. And unfortunately, too many times you bring back the energy that you just got rid of. And I'm not talking about Derek doing it for you or me or anybody else. You go through a process of saying, I've got to release that. And then there's this emptiness. Well, not just release it. Release it. But as you release it, see it filled up with love, gratitude, appreciation, and care. All the things that make us joyful. Bring that into your system. So it's not just a matter of expelling something. Replace it. As Derek did, Derek threw in the, the powers of love into the, the heart to fill it up. So it's like a two, two things you have to do at the same time. Get rid of the things that are bothering you, but fill it with a feeling of joy. And, and the more you do this, the more, I mean, it's like, it, it can be any image, all right? In my case, 
I'll, I'll, I'll just say Gaia. And I'll, you know, just feel like it's, just like, it's like this hugging energy. It's like this loving energy that comes into me. For some people, it's Jesus or God or uh, Muhammad. All of the different people, you, you know, your local shop. All these people that have an energy field that is something that when you're near it, you feel good about. And, you know, just bring that in. Even your cat or your dog. You know, when all that, get used to feeling that energy and bringing it into you. And because you've got it, then you're radiating it out. And just like we're talking resonance, you will cause people around you to start resonating in the same frequency of joy. So I'm not. I'm going to stop talking. I could talk like that for a long time. <laughs> I just want people to realize how powerful you are. You know, because the difference between what is and what will be is how you are thinking right now. Reality is what you think it is. Well, that's a very important statement. Yep. So, um, okay, so is there something else that you can, you know, kind of share with us to, if because if, I'm sure there's other people around other people out there, maybe not as dramatic, but slightly dramatic. Um, you know, the people that, that have, you, you don't, you've, you said to me once, it's not addictions. We're not physically addicted to things. It's habit right yeah there's lots of ways of thinking about it and looking at it but yeah you're not you're not there's no physical addiction even the cigarettes and nicotine i mean what people are feeling are withdrawal symptoms of the nicotine it's not that they it's the energy is everything's energy and if they you know think again come at their reality um from that perspective, things make a whole lot more sense rather than from the storyline we're all told down here in 3D. We're only being told part of the story and try and build your understanding from that of your reality. Good luck. It's a cartoon at most. It makes no sense when you're only working with the 10% physical reality. Understand all the energies, thoughts, feelings, all this crazy stuff that we call metaphysical is real. And then you get a whole lot more done. Um, and again, you don't even have to, it's not like you have to go to some secret school or get in front of some fake guru or master to do this out of the other, because that individual we were talking about from the show the other day wasn't into any of this stuff. He had no idea. It was all hocus pocus to him. He didn't know. He had no idea. But again, back to me when I'm tearing things off, he's reaching out, trying to grab and pull it back, has no idea I'm standing there. Can, I mean, it is just beyond question. So I get the heck over all of that work the energies, and when you come at it like that, you get a whole heck of a lot more done, not getting stuck in your head games of this 3D reality. Ooh, is this real? Can I do this? Or maybe just some special people can. Let me tell you, we are all special. We can all do these things, which ties into what Nancy was saying. Your thoughts and feelings and emotions, everything, and they're, they're different, all play a part in everything we do. So it mattered how I felt when I walked up to him. Um, out there, oh, didn't walk up, oh, great, just another chore, I got to do that, nuh-uh, walk out there, generate, fake it till you make it if you have to, a loving feeling, get happy, you know, do a fake laugh, you'll feel cheesy, and then you'll laugh for real, whatever it takes, but it matters, and just realize all that does matter, um, yeah, and then we'll have a bigger, you know, effect on our reality. Mark, we haven't given you a whole much, a whole bunch of time to have questions or chat, did you 
have anything you want to chime in on? Uh, no, I mean, you've been gone for so long, so I, fig I figured, you know, it's a good way to catch up and, and you have the highlights from the past weeks and then maybe from your road trip. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just uh, enjoying the ride and, and, and catching up. I'm sure you um, are, too, with, yeah. with everything. Yeah. No, awesome. And unfortunately, on the whole trip thing, <laughs> and even though we're not talking that long ago, I mean, those that know me, I mean, realize I'm not exaggerating on any level when, when I, you know, make the the uh, analogy of my life goes 100 miles an hour. It is. It's hold on for the ride, and then a circumstance or something happens, and then, boom, turn my head the next one. So it's it's hard here in 3D to, to remember, and, and Nancy knows that real well. So I'll sometimes call and say a few words. Okay, remind me of this, this. This and this. I'll have to get into more later. And she was kind of alluding to that earlier. But we're not joking. That's how fast it is. So I'm also getting out here is, shoot, Nancy, unless <laughs> I gave you some more words or, or little, you know, synopsis of something that's happened, I'm trying to remember. And well, okay. it would be a great one to – go ahead. Okay. One of the things I wanted to point out that we didn't mention was if you go back up to, to the, the chat where he's got the uh, – the 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 bowl there and the fountain and the Sasquatch and that lovely pyramid area in there. If you look, if you click on it once, it comes up big. But if you click on it again, it opens up in a new window. If you look at it, you're going to see these great big rose quartz squares that are in that area too. And when he 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 sends me pictures of things when he's looking at them or he's about to buy them or he bought them. And he sends me this picture I should have. Well, you probably got it. But he's got this great big, huge, I don't know how many pounds of those things. Or, you know, at least, what? Uh, they're, they're like 70-ish pounds. They're pretty heavy. Right. And he's got it on his lap. And it's rose quartz. And it's a beautiful, deep rose quartz. Yes? It's hard to tell. Oh, yeah. In, oh, yeah. In pictures. Um, so he's got those there <laughs> in that area too. Um, but when when he goes into some of these warehouses, it's not like a fair that, or it, it, they're fairs, but there's row after row after row of a specific type of thing. This another, 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 another. And um, I personally don't know how you kind of maneuver yourself through those things. But just think back of, about where you were when you were walking through. I mean, you had the, the selenite, the big towers of selenite. Oh, I forgot about those. We have, I don't know, at least 50-pound chunks. I'm not exaggerating. These massive chunks of selenite or gypsum, they're called. And I'm, I am sending myself an email right now, Nancy, some of these images, and I'll get them in chat. Um, and what she was initially talking about was the big rose quartz raw chunks. So in that image of the copper pyramid, the Shungai fountains everywhere, all that stuff going on, those big old pink things, and they do look kind of square or cubed, but from, and that's due to the photo and the angle and all of that, but they're just raw. So massive rocks, just single pieces that are, I don't know, a foot and a half across of, for those that don't get the visual, of raw rose quartz. Um, and again, they're, not just, I, I couldn't do it anyway, but I didn't just throw them in that area. They were selectively put as everything else is in there. And if you look at it, they're kind of, and there's three of them. That wasn't a random number either. And they were selectively, we'll just say, placed in those spots to hold energies. So you're in an energy area, of course, our pyramid area. And then we get people that will sit in there and they have the intuitive input or the wherewithal to 
oh, wait a minute, maybe I should stretch my arm out, and it was put there for a reason, touch that big old chunk of 50, 60, 70-pound rose quartz sitting next to me. Um, and then they're having, let's just say, a whole lot of other experiences from that as well, having such a big crystalline, crystal, programmable device that's sitting in those energies. So it's even different, Nancy, from when I picked up or perceived these chunks um, from the fair, or the fair, the, the show in Tucson. Um, so they're different in this environment is what I'm saying, of course. And they, everybody knows, in, especially in the show, that crystals, you know, program or programmable, um, and large chunks are as well. Size doesn't really matter. So they're holding a frequency or state. So you literally walk in that area. Again, you can be a, what we'll call a, a non-believer. Get in there. Well, you're not walking away a non-believer because you're feeling the whooshes of energy going around you, happy love energy. And that's the frequency, by the way, Nancy. Even in the rock and gem and mineral circles, love energy associated with rose quartz. And again, get enough people imagining that energy is there. Well, guess what happens? It is. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not lost on most people to get in that um, pyramid area, we'll say, feeling those big chunks. And then the selenite chunks you were mentioning, too. I'll try and get images of that as well and share them up there. Uh, but we're just talking about huge pieces of selenite that are, again, those are probably two foot long each, um, just holding energy. And I like to bring that big stuff, Nancy Mark, so people can experience the air quotes here, raw form or unpolished or unshaped form of a lot of these things, um, different rock and mineral or crystal specimens. And what we didn't mention, too, is the 225-pound uh, rose quartz sphere. That, and it's the first piece I brought into Mystical Wares that I literally had to have a, a friend of mine come over, and we both had to two-man lift it to get it up off the ground. Uh, it was the same way in Arizona to get it in my truck. It was just a way beyond a one, well, unless you're you know, really big, a one-man lift to get it in there. Um, and just think about the density and holding of energy space those have. People feel in the room, I'm like, I'm being led over here. And then they'll go towards that sphere with their arms outstretched. They see it. And they'll go, oh, my gosh, I just have to touch it. Um, so it's interesting. Yeah, a lot of fun. Let me ask you, did the, the fairs... Are, are the people that are coming to the, is there more people coming to the fairs? Is the COVID thing, was that prevalent during your, you know, last trip? Uh, oh, the shows. Okay, because when you say fair, I'm thinking our fairs. Show. Yeah, yeah, it shows. Okay. Because I have comments on that. We, at no time during the last, the entire pandemic, have we allowed COVID to affect this business inside or outside the mask on any level. And I'll watch what I say so I don't get myself in trouble. Um, but that was not my reality or anybody's reality here in Mystical Wares. Um, and at the show, so the show in Tucson, Arizona, um, no, I would maybe say one in 10, and I'm talking about many thousands of people I, I either saw or, you know, much less number interacted with, maybe one in 10 had a mask at best. Um, so not a huge thing, you know, there was no, uh, no, no, the drama wasn't really going on there. I'll just put it that way. Um, so no, we didn't, that's, that's not for, that wasn't everybody's reality. The, the COVID, uh, chapter that's, that was absolutely not my reality. I didn't have any time or patience for that. Never didn't deal with it. Wasn't here. I know. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't change my life except I had to worry about toilet paper. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't. I'm about to share an image in chat. 
um, of me holding one of those. So there it goes for those that see. And I know not everybody can see it. Um, but I'm sure in that raw rose quartz, the one I sent you, Nancy, of me, and I'm still in Tucson, Arizona, in this image. Um, you know, we, we rent a little, I don't know what they call it, bed and breakfast or something, who knows, place while we're there, because we have to, you know, stock all this stuff. We buy it over days. So there's the image there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big chunk. Yeah, that's the picture you sent to me. <laughs> that's a Shungite, cosmic Shungite bracelet I'm wearing there, too. So that made it down to Arizona and... But that's where I'm at. It's in Tucson, and that's it. Huh. Maybe I'm getting old, but <laughs> that chunk sure is a lot heavier than it looks because it doesn't look that big in my, sitting in my lap there, to me at least. But uh, granted, when I lift it, it sure feels a whole lot heavier. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. I'm just making fun of it, but it is fun to hold those things because, again, you, you get to feel those energies. It's, it's, it's just crazy, and then especially, I don't know, 50, 60-pound piece like that, one piece of rose quartz hanging onto, it's, it's incredible. And that's why I brought this back again, because some people think it comes that big. I'm like, well, heck, yeah, it comes that big. It's a mountainside. It's actually a cliff. And they jam it with bulldozers and backhoes and break off pieces and saw it and blow it up. And, and then they take select pieces. And this would have been one, Nancy and Mark, that would have been or could be still turned into a sphere if necessary. So these are huge spear um, preforms. Uh, so kind of round, and then you put it on a whole triple grinder thing I won't get too much into that will then hone it down to a spear or a um, shape. And then, yeah, that's what, that's, so that's what these are probably for. But I just, I just like them in raw form. You might and and that probably came from Brazil, I would think. It did. They, were, yeah, they actually had the stickers on many of these countries, and I don't know why. Um, they have, they're forcing them to actually put a little sticker on there. So if it's from China, Brazil, or, or wherever, the stickers are on there. More Becoming more often every year I go to these different shows. And I go to a lot of shows. But that is something that's happening. Um, so, well, plus I'm also, well, now friends with so many of these wholesalers and distributors. that uh, That's the other funny thing, Nancy. I mean, come on. Well, I just look like your average person, I'm guessing. I don't know. I, at least that's how I see myself. But when I go to these shows, they definitely recognize me now. And they'll say, oh, I remember you bought this crystal or that or the other. And I, I don't ask them. I'm like, how the heck do you even remember that? I mean, how thousands of people and trinkets are sold at these shows. But they'll literally, and there was, I don't know, at least six different ones on just this last show alone that, that recognize me. And I'm not walking around with some big old crazy hat on wanting to have attention drawn to me. So it's, I, I can only figure it's all energy stuff. Um, but they're very aware. So it's, it's a lot of fun to do these things. Now, the other thing that happened was uh, a totally amazing... I actually talked about it on another show. When you got up to the Mount Shasta area in California and you needed to stop driving and to take a nap. What happened? I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah, I was coming back from Tucson, and I go straight shot. I don't stop and get hotels. So I had about a 20... 8 to 29 hour drive um, back from, what would that be, the east, southeast corner of Arizona, whatever, Tucson, all the way up to past Seattle, to Mount Vernon, Washington, where Mystical Wars is located. Uh, and I was driving back alone in my, my, uh, my truck, which has a canopy on it, so it was closed, and it had, uh, I didn't weigh it, but it was overloaded, tons of i mean just and i'm not exaggerating okay let me let me let me let me, let me let me let me let me stop let me stop you for a second he's got a truck that's got a bed in it 
And in the bed is what he's going to tell, tell you is in the bed. And then there were canopy over that, just so people get a visual of it. Okay, go ahead. Good. No, no, that's good. Yeah, no, stop me if I'm not describing it. So that's what's going on. Um, and then, again, just we'll just say a lot of energy in the form of money took to get these as well. And so then, you know, I, I've got to make sure this stuff makes it back. So I just end up trying to sleep in my truck at various truck stops or rest stops along the way. And again, for the visual that we're talking about, it's literally overloaded. So that canopy over the back of the, and it's, it's a large pickup truck, let's just say that. Uh, so it's got the huge full nine foot bed and the canopy that goes up and over pretty high. It was so full inside packed with rocks, crystal gems, hundreds of, you know, stuff we'll just say. And then these massive pieces of rose quartz and, um, Oh, I had a whole bag of Moldavite in my, my backpack that ended up being, I don't know if I told you that part. I didn't, I didn't think of that part was sitting next to my head while I was trying to sleep in there. But long story short, when I pulled over at, I don't know, it averages maybe two in the morning or something, who knows, pull over these truck stops to, to get a few hours sleep. Um, I went around, I was trying to sleep in the cab of my truck, Nancy. I don't know how much I told you about it, but long story short, couldn't stretch out, of course, because I have stuff packed in there as well. Um, so I couldn't stretch out, so I then stumble out, get out of the truck, and go around to the back, open up the, uh, the window portion, so I'm back by the tailgate. I don't dare open the tailgate because it's that full. Stuff will come out because it's adjusted during the, the drive. And I made it, as far as Nancy mentioned, to uh, Northern California at the base of Mount Shasta. And this wasn't a time thing. It wasn't thought about. It was just drive till you can't drive anymore and get back sort of thing and pull over when you need to. That's where I needed to, or I was led to. Uh, again, I didn't realize it until I was already inside. So back of the truck, open up the window portion, look inside. Big old sigh comes out of me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Here we go. Hamster mode. So, and what I'm talking about is I literally have to scurry or, or wiggle myself up through the window up on top of these, I don't know how many, you know, 100 or so cases of rocks, crystals, gems, um, and then kind of get up in there on top of this stuff that's filled the bed, past the, the line of the bed, by the way, because remember, there's a canopy, so I'm at least three foot up into above the bed line into the canopy with the lighter stuff up there, so completely full. And I literally squirm up on top of the boxes, and of course, me not thinking about this, I probably didn't have the option anyway, they were not even boxes. So imagine just a bunch of misstacked Legos, one six inches higher than the other, and you, I think you're all getting the visual I'm saying here. So that was my comfy spot, but I, I got up in there and I realized, oh shoot, there's no turning around. There's literally, I, I look up, maybe six inches between the roof, or I should say the ceiling of the canopy in my face. So I have to use my foot, I mean, I want to hear this part, and I have to use actually my foot to pull the window shut. And it was, oh, I don't know, 31 degrees, so it was freezing, it was cold. Mount Shasta cover with snow, you know, it wasn't exactly a summer day. Um, so then I'm back there, pull the thing shut. Again, I have no choice because that's the only way to shut it and try and get some sleep sitting on top of this. And that's why I mentioned, I didn't know till morning that in my, I just have a small backpack I carry with keys and stuff in it. And that's where I put the little tiny bag of, by the way, Nancy, the only Moldavite in the entire Tucson show. Uh, I went to, I just, I don't know, most of the vendors, almost all of them, um, there was no multiply. There's That was that one spot from a German guy. He, he actually thought it was funny because I started speaking German to him. I lived in Germany a few years, for those who don't know. So he was he was talking to me on the phone, got off, and I, ah, you know, just had fun. We started speaking German. So he gave me access to 
you know, the Moldavite, he went out and collected himself, uh, which was the only reason, and he knew the spot. He was a geologist or, I don't know, some kind of scientist as well. Uh, but long story short, he was there, and I got it from him. So we had the only Moldavite. It was a, maybe a dozen pieces at best, not a lot, in the backpack by my head while I was trying to sleep at the base of Mount Shasta on tons of crystals. And I was mentioning that to him, like, you know, I never thought about it. It wasn't like a, a set up plan to do. I just, you know, Derek, 100 miles an hour, go until you can't anymore. So that's where I found myself in, I'll just say, the most extreme energy environment that I never even thought was possible. Um, having, and then there's no, I, I can't get, you can ask me what it'd be like, but I don't know, I have specific ways of saying what it did or whatnot, but I can say heightened, I will say it felt like, I was about four feet out over my body, so not outside. I don't know how do you explain that. We'll say put your that old cartoon image of putting your thumb in your mouth and blowing and inflating yourself. So just I'm only saying that so you get a kind of a visual. I inflated energetically somehow. Don't know the parts and moving pieces. What all happened? But when I woke up, I was around my body, not in it. Uh, yeah, I just have to kind of stop there because I don't know how to explain it. So more heightened, heightened levels of perception. Uh, and now that I'm, I don't know, you tell me, Nancy, a week or so out from that trip or doing that, um, and I mentioned it to Jalissa yesterday or here recently, I'm perceiving the stuff, I'm going to be vague, between us now. There is a whole lot. And so I would usually see stuff behind people in layers above them around, all kinds of crazy levels of perception, I'll just say. It's expanded now into, again, the, we'll just call it ethers. Um, so my projector screen, as I like to make fun of it, where I get to perceive the metaphysical, oh, no, there's no screen. It's in depth now or in, I don't want to say 3D, but I think that gets the idea across. So who knows? Somebody with a better understanding than me, please enlighten me if you have it. But that's what's happening or happened. And I'm still riding that wave, I can say, um, from – I'll just say heightened energies and experiences since then. It's it's just been a, a ride. So I don't know what all I left out of that, maybe, Nancy, as far as the whole sleeping on the tons of crystals and whatnot. Uh, and that just happened, to, as I don't let you speak. Um, I realized when I got back what I was laying on, so what was in the boxes directly under me. Um, and it was a 225-pound rose quartz sphere, that I haven't shown the image yet. I've shown other spheres, but this one's a big one. And those massive chunks of, of rose quartz as well. So literally many hundreds of pounds of crystals um, sleeping on that night. It was uh, very interesting, I'll say. And I, you would think, oh, that's here where Derek's on his dreams. Nothing. I don't remember anything. It was like I was wiped from it. I thought, you know, I'm thinking, oh, but maybe a story to tell. Who knows? I don't have anything to say on the, on the dream aspect of it. So that was that experience. And I forgot about that, Nancy, until you just brought it up. That's what I mean. I'm not kidding. So much. Um, I was stunned when you said that you got Moldavite. And if there's any way, I'd like a chunk of Moldavite. <laughs> because what happened was Moldavite is a, a meteorite that hit the Earth in Czechoslovakia. And the specific quality of the Earth in Czechoslovakia when it was uh, smashed into with a fiery ball turned into these little pieces of what we know as Moldavite. They're green. Uh, so, well, actually, I've got a piece of black Moldavite. 
um, most of it's green. It was all scattered through this area of Czechoslovakia. Well, I would say 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more, but at least 10 years ago, probably more. <laughs> Time has gone so fast. Um, Moldavite, which was fairly easy to get a hold of, all of a sudden you couldn't get a hold of it at all. And I found out the Chinese had bought it up. Every piece they could get a hold of. Yep, we get sent fake stuff now. And by the way, when we have ordered it from China, because they're the only ones that had it, um, it was fake stuff. I threw it in the trash. It wasn't, so I don't know, I don't know, I'm not going to get it that mixed. But it is very difficult to get, and yeah, literally there's only those few, ch and it's of course, you know, crazy pricey. Um, in fact, somebody, as when I was buying those only pieces that were there, he gave them all to me. <laughs> literally, as I'm about to walk out, three people come in and say, I heard you had Moldavite. Can I see it? And the guy looks at me. Uh, I pull it out of my pocket or a bag I'm holding. I'm like, well, you know, here you go. Because she wanted to experience it. She didn't know what it was um, or, you know, anything. So I let her put it in her hand and, and um, you know, have her experience with it, we'll just say. So she had her moment. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, a lot of, it's very powerful, a lot of frequency going on there. Um, so unique. And not for everybody. Well, you know, I had a Moldavite uh, bracelet. It was a silver bracelet that had Moldavite, a chunk of Moldavite naturals, all naturals, handmade, um, in, in the centerpiece, you know. And that Moldavite over the years got smaller and smaller and smaller until I had to take the bracelet off because mm -hmm. I was afraid of losing that it. That doesn't surprise me. No, but there are stones like that. It's almost like we absorb the energy they give it to us you know and it's like amazing amazing pieces oh they absolutely do that yeah mm -hmm. yeah there's so much in this old rock and gem and crystal realm that i wasn't aware of that's been fun to experience and learn and have well well in my hand because it's literally sitting right next to me i have a uh well not so smoky quartz tower uh when i do my frequency flinging in here i'll literally yank frequencies I'm just calling frequencies. Um, maybe geologists can enlighten me, but turn these stones colors. Yank the smoky out of them. So like this one has a patch that's now clear quartz on it. Um, or if it's a, a Washington serpentine, which is a, a greenish, really cool feeling rock, um, yank the color out of those things and they'll turn like a gray. It's, it's pulling the energies. Um, there's lots of examples of that happening in here. Um, unbelievable ones. And they'll happen in moments. It's not like Oh, it has to sit in there for six months and this. No, hold my hands up, do a fling, and turn around. The thing has changed colors, and it's just incredible. And the same type of energy stuff happens in the pyramid area. Even Jalissa noticed, um, or I should say, Jalissa recently noticed a, an image or video one of us took. And long story short, there's stuff moving in there, uh, and this happens often. You'll see stuff going on from either images or video. I'm just bringing about one recent example. Well, I've seen um, crystals that got bigger. <laughs> they kept growing. I mean, <clears throat> they're supposed to be in the in the in the the, the ground with specific temperatures and spe specific pressures, and yet I've seen them grow. It's just you know, oh, one. It's it's. That's one way. You're right. Remember me telling you about the story of those Chinese mystics that came, and I had this <laughs> sitting right next to me now. No coincidences. That little crystal. I won't get into the whole story now. We don't have time, but um, where their masters, you know, when they get cremated and such, long story short, out of the ashes, they pull a little crystal. It's supposed to be around certain frequencies, and in their stories, it's told that they will generate new crystals. A group of 
again, Chinese, um, I'll just say, I, I'm, my terms are off, so please don't, don't judge me on this. They're, I'll just say Chinese mystics. The energy workers of today, they were there. They came here to L.A., put their little, um, okay, I don't, I don't want to, um, that crystal, it's in a little glass jar on top of cosmic silver shungite. Next morning, five crystals, which is in light, of different colors in the jar, all came into existence or popped from each other, whatever the heck happened. And long story short, they were so amazed because they knew this could happen but didn't, had never seen it happen. I was gifted one of these, and I'm really just not doing justice to this whatsoever because I don't know the terms and everything. Um, but I have this little tiny crystal, and it looks like a little tiny bead, and they change colors, and they'll shake and vibrate and jump around. Um, <laughs> very, funny, that's actually my whole arms are just not even talking about it now or doing that. Interesting. Huh. So things like that, uh, yeah, and I know I was really vague, but. It, they do not have to be in heat. Granted, that is one area, but they'll pull frequencies um, and then grow. And then, oh, and they popped into five in the same story. It was five different little crystals, and they're perfectly round, by the way, of different colors. So, and I'm sure there's more to, to their understanding and all of that. I just wasn't privy to it um, because it was, I was just, my only part was, you know, creating the cosmic shungite and getting it in the right hands. And by the way, Nancy, was a whole, Jeff Mamora tie-in, um, so you know, acknowledgement to Jeff out there if you're listening too. Um, so he's he's familiar with these individuals a lot. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so when you said Jeff's remember? name, yes, I, I remembered the whole thing. Okay, uh-huh. there we go. Right. So more of the story, but yeah, we were just talking about the crystals growing and whatnot. So from this aspect, but yeah, what I would say, well, it straight up is unbelievable. What people call miracles are unbelievable. BS and all that. I have no patience for those words anymore in my life because of just what I've seen in the last few years doing all this crazy energy work. There is no such thing as miracles. It is all possible. Get over it. Don't limit yourself and just do it. Um, Because even stuff that I don't talk about could be on some show on TV and it'd still be unbelievable. Even if it was shown, people would say it's CGI. It's computer generated graphics. Uh Uh-uh. No, it, nothing is impossible. I, I, don't, I don't live in that reality anymore. And it's not me doing it either, by the way. It's just being in the areas, the energies, being open to it, being around like-minded individuals, having those bigger thoughts in our heads than those how we then can experience more of that. Um, I'm speaking literal. Literally, our thoughts and feelings matter. Choose them. Nancy, did we miss anything else I brought or Mark? Or I'm not sure. Again, well, I showed image-wise. As I walked around the store during break, I'm like, oh, I didn't tell him about that. I didn't. And I won't get into it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I could have shared that photo. So I guess we'll just say we have lots for future shows. Um, we just got to get some images. Did you um, bring the bowl back to the center of pe- the, to the area? It is. It's right out there in the Shungite Fountain, whatever we want to call that area. It's sitting out there if, if you'd like me to walk out. and. Yeah, I, I would like people to, okay, again, if you're driving a car, <laughs> stop listening for the next four minutes, okay? Um, and we're at the, uh, we're just about quarter of the uh, hour, so you can go back and listen to it. But, but yeah, why don't you walk out there and... Um, let them experience the Shungite Fountain, too. And you might want to give them a little brief introduction to that. Sure. And I know, so I hope the audio stays with me because I am 
I have to be on a wireless audio or microphone for this, so I'm going to walk out to that area. And then I'm going to, just so you, before I even go out there, um, I'm going to hit the bowl twice um, so that you guys know that. So hopefully I can keep the reverberation going. You're going to hear music for a moment because before I walk out of my office, it's going to be a little quietly. There are customers all around out there, so they're going to back to right outside my door. So they're going to wonder what I'm doing and why I'm kind of talking to myself because I have little earbuds in. So let's go out there and shut the music off. And let me kind of wander over here, turn it down. Probably didn't hear it anyway. So now I am approaching the pyramid area in the Shungai Fountains. And we did show some of those images. So I'm standing next to the one with, the, I don't know, hundreds of pounds of Shungai in it. Let me bring the bowl out. And I'm, I get I'm babbling right now, so the microphone stays active. So here we go, and I'm going to hit the, the bowl out in this area and then not put my head so far down into it. it did <laughs> mark talk to me what did you think i'd already heard it once what did you think mark um not as deep as the the first time around but maybe because it wasn't as loud but um no, no, no that was good uh, just yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm just still stuck on the first one but that one was good to hear yeah, I'll do some recordings of it in my office here, which is where the, so for those that weren't here in the beginning when I did one here in the office, um, it is, no, he's absolutely right, by the way. The whole, of, well, why wouldn't it be different? It's like doing a concert or singing a song in an open room, a closed room, or energy as well, not just physical. So I'll get the marks so tying into what we talked about. I'll get recordings of by the fountains and in the office here, and I'll name them such so people will know. So different ones, because it's, Again, an energy tool in, let's say, my office room I got back into right now. Oh, the, the other instruments, we'll just say, that are in here, oh, I don't have to walk up and hit them for them to be part of the, the overall experience. Um, so, yeah, it's completely different. Um, and I will do that just makes me aware I needed to do those MP3 recordings out there and in here. Oh, and the, <laughs> there were a couple ladies out there. Oh, I think they're past my door now. Um, there were a couple ladies out there that didn't know I was going out there to do that. They were out there looking at uh, polished towers or something other than the same room I was in. And I hit that. And I swung around and looked really because I they didn't know I was going to go gong the thing really big. Um, uh, they liked it. It was just caught them off guard. So it's interesting to see people's experiences when they see that. And then usually they'll go over toward it and go, what the heck was that? And they'll see our sign where I describe, feel free, take off your shoes if you want, stand in it. Give it a try. Cat, Cat actually got to sit in it. She's a little girl. Oh, Nat, yeah, she Nat, got to, Nat, yeah, 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 yeah,
the metal sides of the bowl I'm talking about, the reverberate, it was blurring my vision. I would say it was at least, I don't know, I need to measure it maybe, half an inch or more. I mean, huge. It was just going in, I don't know the term. It looked, the whole bowl looked like it was shrinking and getting larger. So I'm sure there's a, a term for that, but that's what was happening while I was sitting there. Well, what, did you feel like it might be phasing in and out of dimension? Well, it was a, uh, it was definitely affecting. I mean, that's what it looked like, but I'm sure the brass here in 3D, the bowl, it was physically moving as well, so I could see it. It was getting bigger and smaller. It just simply was. Well, wait a minute. How would that even be possible? Even visually, it was. Huh. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I know. I, I've seen that with... That's uh, weird. Yeah. I didn't think of that. I was thinking the bowl's moving. No, it's not. I couldn't... No, bend no. You put a car on this bowl, you're not going to bend it. It is huge. So it couldn't have been changing shape. No. I don't know. I don't, uh, you can see, and I'll get... you. There's no way you can't get video of this, so I'll get video of it as well, because I, was, I wasn't going with my third eye looking at it. Remember, I wasn't trying to perceive metaphysically. I'm just, oh, hit the bowl. Let's get some audio. And I'm looking visually with my eyes, and I could see it. And I wasn't having to perceive it. So that tells me it's a physical thing, too. I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, I'll I can't get video. I, yeah, I, I, tr I told you that when we first uh, set up the reality uh, cube uh, in the yard, nobody could get a, a picture of it with their, their camera or their phones. Because you could get take a picture, but it was out of focus. And then that's what this wall was. And yeah, it, it stays out of focus when it's reverberated. The whole thing. Yeah, and it was funny because um, I don't even remember who. There were three of us standing there, and I think I think I may have said, "Does it? Does, when you're looking at it, do you see it in focus? You know, because we were all looking through. I I I I didn't have the camera, and I don't normally allow pictures to be taken and something like this, but this one was." Uh, I, you know, no, try to take a picture of it. I was getting like, try to take a picture of it, which I thought was odd. So, you know, but they couldn't get it in focus. It was just weird. And I said, does it look like even when you're not got the camera in front of you, that the thing is phasing in and out? And they, you know, now they're focused on what are they really seeing? And they went, oh, yeah. You know, and it would just, and it was going between two, two, two like dimensions. They do, and I just I usually call that like the aura of the thing, just the you know the non-visual aspect. Crystals do too. You can see all that. Oh yeah, you see light come off them. Apparently, the bowl when it's reverberated does the same thing. Right, right. Interesting. Okay, so we got like six minutes left. Is there something else? Well, Mark, actually, you know, would you like to comment on anything or? Um, if Derek has anything coming up, um, online events. Um, any, anything in person, upcoming interviews, things like that for yeah, the next month or anything sooner? Yeah, that's a good question, too. We are setting a lot up. Um, I can think of some. We're, we have some, you know, relatively big names um, coming out on interviews we're going to set up in the future. The, the first one I'll mention we had already is Paranormal Karen or Karen Rontowski. She's from Jay Leno, a, a metaphysical comedian. She gets in all that stuff. She's so great. She'll be coming on the show soon. Um, I met, actually, I don't know how much I should, should pull this out. Um, well, David Avocado Wolf walked into my office the other day. I don't know if you guys know that name or not. An author, a whole lot of things going on with him. Very interesting individual. Um, he came in and was, was brought to Mystical Wares during the fair, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday, here in the last couple of days. 
came in and he got somehow I was in between sessions and was actually standing there and he got in front of me and we chatted and got in here. And so we're going to do, have some chats and interviews in the future, I think, um, with him as well. He was very interesting, a lot going on there. There's other things too. It's, it's really so fast. It's hard for me to even remember it all of what's going on. Um, uh, as far as classes and things, I mean, we have, a lot of these are in person though. So it's, I'm hesitant to mention them from aromatherapy, um, frequency classes to muscle testing, like I said. Um, and where I can, I will, and I have to ask the, the person giving the class if they're willing to have it, you know, recorded and shared online and things like that. So we are going to do more of that so they can be shared, but we've already put, for example, a shungite and I think it's energy class, maybe a video recording that Jalissa and I did up on the metaphysical perspectives podcast channel on YouTube or Odyssey or various spots. Um, but now we're still doing things in the background. Um, but again, a lot of it, unfortunately, it does have to be in person. The fairs we decided to in store ones that all these circumstances happen at that we're talking about, they're now going to be year round again, every other weekend loosely, you know, depending on the month. Um, because it's, it's just a lot of fun. There's so much that happens there and the people that wander in and experiences. So we'll be doing a lot of that. And I, I do have new classes coming up, um, and I'll record those. I'm actually, while I'm battling here, I'm looking on the calendar. Okay, Sasquatch and Entities I have coming up on March 10th, and I'm going to try and broadcast that one live. At the very least, I'll record it and share it online, and we'll try and do similar with the um, other class, Healing, with Derek and Jalissa. So we're going to have that class as well where we we always have add-ons to these, so meaning we're expanding into new aspects of healing in this case, so we're going to talk about that. So drum circles we have often here. Um, so we just pepper the calendar, basically. Oh, that Paranormal Karen one, I know we're getting close on time here. We're going to have it. She's going to do a stand-up routine here at Mystical Wares because she is a professional comedian. <laughs> she's hilarious. So from the metaphysical perspective, so all kinds of crazy woo-woo stuff. Um, we're going to actually have that live and um, uh, watchable from, from the Internet and recorded for those that don't get to it in the future. I'll announce those dates. We're just juggling. And you have a schedule up on your website anyway, mysticalwares.com. There you go, mysticalwares.com. You'll see our calendar. Don't check once because we edit that calendar often. So... Um, even if you're a week into the month, go back. You probably finally got time to add something else because there's always something happening every week here. And, and we'll do a lot more of it all. And the, um, the links to his videos uh, and the YouTubes and that sort of thing are on that website too. So anyway, we're at the end of the uh, show here. You want to say goodbye? Yeah, I appreciate everybody. Thank you for being here. I had a great time. Mark, Nancy, and everyone, have a great day. Yeah, thank you, Derek. Uh, love the stories and adventures. Um, thank you, Nancy. Appreciate you both so much, and um, I'm just so envious of your trips. They're so much fun. Thanks, everybody. We have Cosmic Reality Chronicles coming up, and then Radio 5G, and then we have Cosmic Reality with Derek, with Derek, with Walt and Dolly and um, Nick tonight live. Be safe, everybody. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.